not as normal as you would think. Not as normal as you would think. Hmm. It should be normal, but it's not usually the way we do business. I ain't saying normal for y'all. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying just the normal way it should be done at all. Normal, just normal everyday shit that should be happening. I mean, yeah, like it's 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 great general managership, I think, and it's really odd because it's the first time you see the Knicks really operating in a sensible manner, just generally like making sensible moves that you know kind of protect your future, but don't necessarily shake up what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it, it no, it's a, balance. Good it's a healthy balance. It, a healthy right. Balance. Balanced moves. Not just any old fucking move. Not just here, you know, a Brinks truck, back that shit up for whoever the fuck want a bag. Jesus. And we got rid of Evan fucking Fournier. Evan Fournier is no longer a New York Nick. That Jesus. is the most exciting oh. news oh. of the day. Oh, I'll take I'll take two Alex Burks for that. That's that's fine. I like Alex Burks, and I like nice. Alex Burks way more He's than nice. I like fucking having fucking forty. <laughs> Alex, Alex is a that nigga is active. That nigga nice. You give up Grimes, you just got another Grimes, so you're okay. Like it's not like we're just Grimesless, fucking grimy. You know what I'm saying? Boys, my face red. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, we got another one of those. We got a guy who created his own shot, right. you ten to fifteen points. Yeah, he's 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 original Karis LeVert. He's just been buried on the choice roster for the last four years. Well, yeah, they're trying to lose on purpose. They're not trying to win, so it doesn't really help them to put him out. Plus, you know, they've got younger guys at that position that they're trying out, and they want to get that that tick. All cereal, all amen, whatever. The other Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know. But he's still getting buckets. Like, no, okay. Yeah, he's bad. He's, 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 he's <laughs> ten to fifteen points. Like that's that's. Yeah, that's you can tell me. What, I'm, I'm gonna be happy with whatever. Who's who's? Where's Evan fucking forty eight playing? Where where's he playing? I don't know. Somewhere else. Is he playing? Jamaica. I don't know. Good riddance. Tired of seeing his face on the bench. Some some nights he wasn't even there. So, and yeah. I gotta be honest. Now that it's all over. Now that the divorce is final, uh-huh. I can look at the relationship. From both sides, <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, maybe the nigga will get to play where he go. He probably won't because he's going to Detroit, if I remember correctly, and they're in the same situation they're in, so he's probably not gonna get no burn. Yeah, but I do feel like Evan Fournier can play basketball. It's just, he wasn't playing it here. He, he so played the first hurt. year of his contract with a. He played, you know, he he shot yeah, a he couple trash, threes, but he played. It, it, he no. Trash, but he played. <sighs> but I'm just saying, there's probably teams that could use that. Maybe, you know, going to Detroit, they'll release him and somebody else will pick him up or yeah, go back to San Diego or whatever. Yeah. Like, but I'm sure, you know, he, he's a professional athlete. He's a professional basketball player. When I say fuck that nigga, I'm not really coming at that nigga neck for not being good at basketball. He's probably better at basketball than I am at anything I do just because no. the amount of hours that he's put into playing basketball. He's probably extremely good at basketball. So. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the fact that we were giving you $78 million to watch other <laughs> niggas play basketball. That's all. Oh. You know, if he was only worth a million dollars, you know what I'm saying? Like, if his deal was like a million dollars, I would have never said his name. I would have never been mad. I would have never do nothing out there like that. <laughs> all right, guys, let's gather around. Gather around. Welcome to the LOE Sports Network, where we cut the bull script. We definitely came to play with the truth today. 
And the NBA had a day today. Uh, the last day of trades. The 2024 NBA trade deadline today. And man, <laughs> is it done yet? Uh, do, do these close off at, at this time? I don't. At, yeah, it's supposed the, to be done at three. It's supposed to be done at three. Okay. Supposed to be done at three, but okay. that doesn't mean that all the notifications have been made. Mm. It might be. It might be notifications yet. Yeah, it still should be. It still should might be getting ironed out contracts. Yeah, and, yeah. But cash, deals should cash, be cash exchange, but yeah, yeah. Should, deals should, should be, be done. done. Okay, all right. Look, I'll start with you guys. Um, was there any uh, ones that that got, went across your radar? You like, whoa, the ones you want to talk about first? Yeah, I'm, I'm just happy. I'm just happy. Finally, Daniel Gaff was gone. I'm sure y'all uh, had him. You know, I wish he came to New York. I we could have used him. We could have used him. Just stand there. It's all right. And and you get Rashawn Holmes. So and a, and a, and a but a first like round pick. Yeah, I like that beautiful oh, trade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. First, right. first smart, first smart thing is that this uh, new regime has done. So I'm, I'm with it. And I mean, it just goes to show that people, you know, these picks, people just giving picks away. So you can get you one. Uh, yeah, first round for the I've year. never seen so many second round picks in trade yeah. in my life. Like, yeah, it's just second rounds are going crazy. Second round. It's just second round is all around. So. Mm, 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 mm. I, I, was, I was interested in the fact that, uh, you know, that Pat Beverly made his, made, made a, his, is going to be a buck. Um, and then, and then, campaign is is on the 76ers now. Remember, remember when we thought Cameron Cameron was gonna be uh, uh he should man. be. And now, like this might be a good look for. This might be a this so. might be a good look for. I hope, I hope so. I hope it's a resurgence for the for the brother. Definitely need him. Definitely in a position where you know he's necessary in a way that he might not have been seen as necessary in Milwaukee because of. The championship pedigree—it's just different over there in Milwaukee. We talked about it ad nauseum, and just what they're playing for, and the direction of the organization, and the you know the 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 the, the overall feeling of what they're trying to get together is just different. So and they probably, if you don't and they fit they in, you stand out. Trade. They probably yeah, took a big trade that they made. <laughs> they really had no useful there. They see the second round here. We yeah, we he was a piece, mm-hmm. but like he was in the trade. So we take him, see if it works. If it doesn't work, okay, then we put him in another trade. I think getting Patrick Beverly is something that they need. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what Patrick Beverly actually does at this point, and if it's something that's solid. That oh, I can tell you, he's going to assassinate somebody. He's going to take some nice knee out in <laughs> the playoffs. People to play and you get assassinated. That's what that's what he does. Oh, I guess that's good for them. They Not, got two yeah. assassinators now. They got Bobby Portis too. Mm-hmm. Got a whole bunch of assassinators out here. Just kill y'all. Mm-hmm. 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 In the in the what the fuck? I didn't know Robin Lopez still even plays basketball, but he 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 was basically given to the Kings so the Bucks could He's take that cash. I mean, he, he also looks more like Anderson Varejao, you know, to me than uh, yeah, he went the other I'm way. Sorry. <laughs> he did. The other way. He did. <laughs> like but he went the other way. He yeah. was just like, "Fuck it, I'm going this way. <laughs> I'm on the walk." Uh, Joe Kim Noah program. Yeah, yeah, he, like, exactly. That's what I'm on. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Who else? What is? What else is notable? 
Uh, Suns get Royce O'Neal and uh, David Roddy. And uh, the Grizzlies receive a future pick swap and Yutua Wantambi. Wantambi. Um, I think that's great for the Suns. They they need anybody on the bench. Like They need anything they could do to try to create a solid NBA-level bench. So, And then the Nets. Royce can play. The Nets, because of that Royce O'Neal, get three future second-round picks. Like I, like I said, the second round picks are going crazy. Second rounders, man. Yeah, yo, second I'm like, rounders. Yo, man. it's crazy. Right after the right after the commissioner announces that they're gonna have a day for the second round draft, you know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be a day event. Uh, now we get more second round picks going out the door. Um, Mavs get PJ Washington, and the Hornets receive Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and a 2027 first round draft pick. So, uh, uh. Yeah, I mean it's the Hornets though. So, uh, PJ Washington, yeah, that's not bad. I mean, yeah. Ain't that... I don't. I'm not as high on him as a lot of other people are. Mm-hmm. But I think there's something to be said for going to another organization and playing productive basketball. I think sometimes we view players individually, and we don't understand that sometimes the situations that they play in can affect their work habits. So maybe PJ mm-hmm. going somewhere else will unlock, you know. And another level of effort, which I'd like to see, personally. Okay, all right. Inf, Inf, no, uh, you like? Did you ever like Spencer Dinwiddie? Did you? Did you appreciate? Yeah, his, yeah, yeah, like uh, uh, yeah. I, I like the kid though. Didn't work here, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, uh, exactly. <laughs> That's why I was wondering how you felt about yeah. him. He he's gonna be a rafter <laughs> now. Uh, they they tra- they traded for him. They gave up Dennis Schroeder and Thaddeus Young to the Nets, and Spencer boy, that Dinwiddie. Boy, that, boy, that boy Thaddeus is uh, uh, man. He's man, a consistent man. issue, man. He's a yo. Consistent are we trying issue. to make Brooklyn a problem? Like, what's yes. going on? I just talked about it offline. Like that's if you can take a Spencer Dinwiddie, who number one is a good quality NBA player. Like he yeah, can yeah, play no shade, NBA no basketball at a high level, and I mean. If you look at what the Wizards had, mm. he would be a starter there if he played there. Like, he would Easy. be starting. Easy. Yeah, Easy. like he's a starter. Easy. Like, he's that good. So, you know, to get him in Toronto you know, gives him a, a, a different life, a different look. You become the vet on the squad. You get to, you know, be, you know, kind of working your leadership, which I believe he has. Right. But then the Nets turned Spencer Dinwiddie into two pieces that make the team better. And that's very difficult to do. Like, that's a good trade. That's just a good trade when you get two starters Mm -hmm. that you can use. Right off the break. Right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The knock on Thaddeus is that he's getting kind of long in the tooth. You know, I know he's uh, 35, whatever. But, you know, you can't. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Effort, always, always been a fan. Always been a fan. That's a bet. Yeah, that's yeah. a bet. And again, and, and it's adding it's adding to what you already have there. And the, you know, we already talked about how Brooklyn was they looking kind of scary. I don't know. No, they're looking competent, and that's what's right. scaring people. Like they're looking competent, like they're making moves that make sense. And it's like, ah, oh, shit, here go Brooklyn making smart moves. They could be a problem. That's what your mind kind of <laughs> says. They're making smart moves, so they could become a problem. Shout out to them. I think that was a great. It's just anytime you can turn a starter into two starters. Into two. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, competent. And assess some of the issues that you have. One of the issues mm-hmm. that Brooklyn had was a competent point guard. Like, mm-hmm. And they solved that problem. Like, that problem was solved. So. Mm-hmm. And it's self-retribution for, once again, making a mistake of trying to win now and becoming a total bust for that two years. Yeah. The Man, bottom, it happens. So, it happens. So, you just got to yeah. learn from it. You just got to yeah. learn from it. You made a mistake. You went for the fucking golden ticket. And you fucked up. And it happens. You're not the only team that did that. The Knicks did that. Yeah, of Lots of teams have done that. So, you know, it, it happens. Sometimes you get a little greedy and, and you think you can buy the chip. And I don't think you can. I think time has proven you can't buy it. It's a people game. And the people got to get along. So, you know, adding extra pieces well, a couple to teams team to make it more functional. The Lakers could buy it. Boston yeah. Celtics Lakers, Lakers yeah. buy it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they that's a different teams. situation. They, I don't know. I, I you know, you got to look at that bubble situation and call that something different. And I hate to take away from the championship, but that was a different situation. And I don't know personally. I'm not convinced. Yeah, somebody still had they to win. wasn't in a bubble. Oh, of course. Right. But I'm not convinced that if they wasn't in a bubble, that that team would have won a championship. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm not convinced. I. I didn't see anything from the bubble that made me feel. Like they were so good that they would have won in a regular situation. That's not to take away from anything. It's just I saw what I saw, and I'm calling it. I call it Boston. As much as we say buying, and they still haven't got it. So, you know, like they keep trying to buy it, but they yeah. haven't gotten it because you can't buy it. You can't. Yeah. Like you can throw money at it, but like you know, like at the end of the day, niggas got to do what niggas got to do. So, true. True. The Sixers have Buddy healed. Um, for, for basically nothing. Buddy pass. Yeah, buddy pass. <laughs> they got the buddy pass. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice little pickup, you know. Give Tim mm-hmm. Tyrese a little little break, and you know, hold, hold something. Yeah, it's simple. And, add, and you add, add a couple more scores. Yeah, decent, decent young score. Yeah, so yeah, again, they gave up three future second round picks. The 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 years of the second round picks weren't named. Uh, they gave up Marcus Morris and Forkan Korkmaz. Forkan? It sounds to me like that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. No sweat, no sweat. That's, yeah, like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Monte- Shout out to Marcus Morris. I feel like he's a dope player, but. Yeah, yeah. 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 He hasn't... He's a Morris. I mean, he's a Morris. He He'll be around. He ain't going nowhere. He'll be in the league. No, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Another Morris, Monte Morris, is now a Timberwolf. Fuck that nigga, but yeah. <laughs> damn, damn. Okay. Still mad at that nigga about the next shit. But, yeah. okay. <laughs> Moving on, the Celtics get Xavier Tillman, uh, and the Grizzlies receive Lamar Stevens, a twenty twenty seven second round draft pick, and a twenty thirty second round. Damn, we we give, we in the thirties now. We about to give them all away. Second mm-hmm. round draft picks are coming out the woodwork. It's going to be crazy. Now, for the listening, for you guys, for everybody on the cast, I took some time and looked at some numbers yesterday about that trade because I was just interested about what that move was. And one of the things that I came up with is the only reason that we was like on the group chat, oh, my God, here go Boston, da 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 da, da. It's just because we know that nigga name. Like, that's it. Like, that's the only reason we jumped out the window about it because we know that nigga name. That nigga is six foot seven, two 240 pounds. It averages the same amount of points as the nigga they just traded. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, <laughs> you know 
I think he could be good, but if he's yeah. not, then you're going to look at it like mm-hmm. you just gave up two second rounders mm-hmm. to give them up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe to get low for salary or, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's something underneath that because just on paper, it doesn't, it doesn't look like it was worth that to me. It just doesn't seem like, you know, the picks on top, of, like, it doesn't seem like that was a situation where you either had to give up pick pieces. True, true. I mean, I think I think that uh, he, because he played for Memphis, right? He played for the Grizzlies, yeah. and so, you know, I think at one point they had sent him back to their G League team. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. he's all right. He's tall, but not that tall. Mm-hmm. Like he's not, you know, this is a different league, so big man kind of has a different connotation today than it had, you know, in our youth. But it's not like he's some type of monstrosity, you're saying. He's just another young piece five. to add over there in yeah. that young team of the Celtics. Like, right. But they already enemy. gave up a young piece. The guy they gave up with, you know, not like <laughs> he was a bad. Like they gave up a young piece for another young piece and picks. So I'm just, I'm maybe I'm second guessing it, but I'm just thinking there's got to be a bigger, there's something else you're trying to do with that. I wouldn't be surprised maybe if the off season they package that with something else to get something else. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like I just feel like that's a starter level move, but it's not the real move, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm staying away from, you know, Pistons. We're in a lot of trades, but, you know, anything the Pistons get, I mean, they're not trying to win. So I'm staying away from uh, that. The uh, the 76ers got another second-round draft pick from the Pistons um, for, like, nothing for, for cash considerations. And Daniel, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Daniel House Jr., yeah, I don't know what I don't, they're doing. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Like this, you know, me and my brother F constantly told, you know, GM hat type conversations where we're, you know, trying to forecast not just players individually, but the direction of teams and organization. And it's just like, I don't, I personally don't understand what the business is doing. Like, I don't understand what the animus is for nothing that they do. Like, it's, like I don't understand. Like, it's not making a whole lot of sense. Like, it's just like, let's do some shit. But, you know, shout out to them. Uh, Pacers add Corey Joseph in trade with Warriors. I just see that. Um, I forgot he still played. Yeah, yeah. Pacers receive Corey Joseph. Warriors receive second-round draft pick and cash considerations. Um, Let's... Uh... I thought they were going to move Clay Thompson, but yeah, yeah. So, Ugh. Dicky over there, man. Oh, yeah, it was the death of the dynasty, man. It's the death of the dynasty, man. Mm-hmm. And it's every dynasty we've ever seen. It's it's been something like this. It's just been an uncomfortable period of it. Like it's you know the realization that it's over type shit. Like niggas is really understanding. Like I saw. Uh, press conference with Clay Thompson where he was talking about, you know, talking to Steve Kerr about how blessed he's been to be in the organization. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of conversation. And to me, I thought that was dope because it's just part of the realization that it's over and it's okay. Like, it's all right. Like, you did what you did. You got what you got. Like, you know, you can keep trying to extend it. You can keep fighting against the water. You can keep, you know, trying to go up the hill in the mud with the mud shoot, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, at the end of the day, time is undefeated. 
So, you know, just enjoy what you have and be thankful for that. I feel like the Warriors are kind of in the same position we saw the Spurs in several seasons ago, where it was just like, it's over. Like, this is a wrap now. And dudes just had to kind of look at each other and say, okay, all right. Yeah, well, uh, uh, two two I didn't mention. Gordon Hayward is going to be a is, is there a we go. biggest <laughs> trade of the year. There we go. There we go. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I just want to. I just want to say like that. that come on, bro. Okay. Like, I just want gradu- to congratulate once again. This I don't mean a lot to talk about it all the time, but this franchise that really doesn't have too much to play for because of the location that they're in so there's really no pressure for them to do anything of significance but yet still the better part of 15 years but this is still I think the youngest franchise in the league yeah these brothers seem, seem how the, they're just great at just putting when they want to putting together a roster and it's looking yeah. at these other goofy ass teams including the Wizards <laughs> You know, even even in the Knicks, I mean, y'all y'all finally got some type of brainship going on over there. But still, for the most part, like some of these supposedly stalwart franchises, don't seem to have a clue of what to do. But they, these these guys, Presti and these guys over there in OKC, man, you know, I, I I just want I just want to give them kudos because they just fall into a roster like every six and a half years. Like they, they do, just... they do what the Sixers did. But they do it in a way where they don't have to cheat nobody to do. It. You understand what I'm saying? Like they do what the Sixers did. What the Sixers did mm-hmm. was just keep losing till we get some shit. Right. That's what OKC did. They just kept losing and trading niggas to get as many first round picks as they could get and doing this. Mm-hmm. But they did it in a different way because they're like my brother Emp just alluded to. The the pressure on them to be good just isn't that high. So when they're moving in the background you're not hearing all the extra shit and the salty shit and the fans throwing shit and all types of wild shit. Like, you're not hearing that. Like, they're just kind of, hmm. So it's like they disappear and then they reappear in this new way. And it's like, oh, okay, see here. Okay, cool. Yeah. And to me, getting Gordon Hayward means that they're going in. Like, they're digging into this. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, we got something. Let's go into it. And again, it leads me to believe I want to see what happens when it's time to pay niggas. That's what I want to see. That's what's going to tell me what this organization is really about because we've seen this organization do things like this in a competent way mm. a few times, but we've also seen them not pay at the end and right. just say, okay, we'll go through this process again. Mm. We'll just blow it up and go through it again and blow it up and go through it again and blow it up and go through it again because they're cheap. Because, you know, they, the money that they make is just different from the money that the Knicks make. It's different from the money that the Lakers make. It's right. probably different from the money that the Wizards make, if we be honest. It's just a different <laughs> thing over there. It is. So, yeah. you know, I'm interested to see where they go from here. But mm-hmm. I definitely think that move is telling the league, we're serious over here. Like, we're not playing no fucking games. Like, we're trying to win right now. Like, no yeah, matter what the money might be later on, right now. We, yeah. we we ten toes in, and there we go all the way in. And I think it's been understated because they're they're they keep saying Gordon Hayward is an addition, nice addition. No, that's a competent addition to the backcourt. When you got uh, Shy and uh, and Josh Giddy back there, they you know takes takes a big burden off them to me. In my in my opinion of, of Gordon Hayward's game, this is not just an addition, somebody that's along for the ride. He can add something to this team. 
And that and that's what's crazy because the biggest thing right. they had to give up was probably uh David Davis Bertans. Bertans, yeah. yeah, Bertans. That, that, that's he's, I mean he's actually a really good player on paper. <laughs> like the numbers would suggest that he's not that bad at all. But well, he's decent, you know, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I would give that up for Gordon Hayward right I, now it, it, if yeah. I already had the other things that I, I had. yeah, I already got chat. I already, you know, I'm, yeah, like we uh, we cooking hey. with yeah. fire right now. Like we we looking good. And the beautiful thing yeah. about this is that Hayward you know, at his age, you know, he gets to just be official six man status. Like, he, right. you know, of course, you don't got to start. Nope. They, you don't have to start. Of course, they're, nope. you know, they'll flat, they'll flash him in, and, you know, for maybe like oh. the last three minutes in the third or oh. something like that. But, but overall, he can play a nice 25 minutes off the bench, oh. lead the second unit, oh. veteran leadership. Like, it's just, oh. it's, yep. it's a beautiful blue. And beautiful he's a vet. And he's a vet. That's what I said. And putting yeah. a vet into a young team like that. Mm hmm. Different when you take a young guy and put him on a team full of that. It's mm -hmm. different. That transition can be different. You have to figure out, you know, on some Rajon Rondo shit, like how to fit your game into what these guys are doing because it's these guys and I just got to kind of, you know, work around that. But I think as a vet coming into a young team, it's more like, especially a young team that's competent, winning games, got the formula together to be really, really good down the stretch. It's like, oh, okay, well, all I'm going to do is just bring in a couple shit to add. Like, I'm going to just hit a couple shots here and there. I'm going to just, you know, I can chill into this. Like, it's not like I'm coming here because they absolutely need me here. Mm -mm. No. They kind of don't. They so, don't. like, they, they, come in. they were just fine. They were just fine. Right. The season was going so just So, you don't have fine. the pressure of doing nothing to make it better. Yep. It's already good. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not coming in to fix something. There's nothing broken. Nope. So you just come and you can ride the ride. Like you can do your thing that you do, 22, 25, like I've said. Get your shots how you want to get your shots. There's going to be plenty of shots for you to get. Mm -hmm. Whether you, you know, come off the bench or maybe in a more, you, you know, Ginobili fashion where maybe you don't start, but you end most games. Semi-starter. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Some, yeah. like you're not the starter, but you're playing mm -hmm. the majority of fourth quarter minutes. Which to exactly. me is what matters. I don't give a fuck if you start. I give a fuck if you finish. Right. Right. That's the dude you want. And he's a vet, so you know he's competent to finish. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. this, I thought that was this. the best trade of the day. I really did. Mm -hmm. I thought that was the best trade of the day. That was good. Because that shows everybody we're not fucking playing with y'all. Mm -hmm. I know what y'all think about us. I know y'all think we little kids. I know y'all think we just over here you know, the basketball team that nobody really gives a fuck about and we just pay whatever and nah, we're trying to win something right now. Like we're going mm. you know, we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well I you know the Raptors have given everything up too, but they get Kelly yeah. Olenek today. Uh I think that's a great move. Yeah. I, yep. I was surprised. Uh, Kelly Olenek and uh Oche Ajabi G I don't I don't know. I don't know that name. Yeah, it's okay. Anyway. I uh, think they also do well with international players. <laughs> I think Olenix from Canada. Mm -hmm. I think, oh, I don't want to yeah. murder his last name. Yeah. But he's probably from the last name. I would assume he might be Nigerian. Right. Yeah, I was about to say he's probably Nigerian. Or just okay. okay. And yeah. I think that the culture and the understanding of their GM in Toronto is custom built for guys with different backgrounds and different demographics international just that. international they're just, if that's the international powerhouse like that's mm -hmm. what they do over there like they Fibre, appreciate Fibre themselves yeah. they 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 create great players out of guys from international backgrounds because they it's just a different type of 
makeup with the team. And I think, again, the GM being, you know, who he is as a man, being able to talk to these guys and, and understand their backgrounds a little bit better than maybe me, it, it, it just, you know, it tends to do positive things for the guys on the team. So. Yeah, because we all know Toronto's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, a foreign, you know, big city, you know, it's an international. It's a foreign city. big city. It's one of the greatest. It's one of the greatest, best kept secret, in all of sports. Yep. I think it's one of the yep. greatest cities that people just don't talk about. They don't even want you to know yep. how dope it is. They don't tell you. Exactly. But niggas is always trying to go to Toronto at some point. You might not want to live <laughs> in Toronto forever. You might right. not want to take your wife to Toronto. But if you're single. And you trying to be a millionaire? <laughs> Toronto's a dope city to do it in. Don't get it fucked up because people, yep. people will do it. Uh, Jazz get Otto Porter and Kira <laughs> Lee. <laughs> Otto Porter Jr. I forgot he still yeah. moved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and a 2024 first round pick. Ooh, ooh, they gave up a first round pick for, for, for Olenek. Okay. All right. I mean, but who did you get the first round pick for? Who'd you get the first round pick from? Uh, they got it from the Rafters. They got the 2024 yeah. first round pick from the Rafters. Yeah. It could be a mid tier pick. It's mid, yeah, it's mid. It's mid. Mid, you know, 11th, 12th pick. 12, and yeah. then you can always put that in a package and trade that to something else. I don't know. True. You can wrap it up. It's a first rounder. It's the first round. Many, yeah, we ain't got too many of those going around in, in this uh, in, in this joint. And if you're a team like Portland or something like that, yeah, like, you know, if you can find a team like Portland and, you know, kind of scavenge off what they got that works, those mm-hmm. are the teams that you can rotate these, you know, mid-level first-rounders to. Because they'll take all the first-rounders niggas got. That's, that's all they really have to go for right now is to try to rebuild through the draft. Like, that's really all they got. Mm-hmm. Not to mention... Toronto's a really good team at drafting, so they probably fuck around, keep the pick, and get something that's decent. Because they're a really good drafting team. They draft really well. All right. So that ends the the first half of this whole charade. Now, the second half and how it plays out, we'll see on March 1st when the the buyout market ends. That that affects kind of playoff eligibility. It's the waiver deadline, basically. Teams have till March 1st to decide – their final rosters, right? So they're going to waive some players, uh, you know, buy out some people's contracts. That's when it really gets interesting. I, I don't think... And I believe they can still do veteran-level exceptions, right? Oh, like oh yeah, that, get, that's like, what I was going to say. You can still I, call I somebody know. from the house and, you, okay. know, you know what I'm saying, like okay. some old guy, you know, here comes Roy Hibbert back to, you know what I'm saying, something like that. <laughs> Whoa. Like, you can Whoa. still do that. I'm just using that as an example. I, I doubt was, that would happen. <laughs> but I'm just using that Roy as Roy Hibbert example. is crazy. Yeah, I don't know where I pulled that out from. Damn. I don't know why. I I still say I'm thinking about the Knicks getting a big man. And so that's just rotating in my mind no matter what. But... Oh man, nobody made a move on Drummond. What's going on? It was too expensive. I don't know, man. It was too expensive. Probably. Probably. If, if, you know, we just talked about like niggas getting eight second round picks and shit. Like, you know, getting Drummond probably would have took a first round and some other shit. Yeah, and niggas just like, nah, we're not doing all that. Mm-mm. That's a lot. Mm-mm. Not, not with, not with Mitchell coming back, and you know, mm-hmm. just no, just not at all. Like, I'm not even talking about us specifically. I'm talking about a lot of teams that could probably use Andre Drummond. Yeah, but the price is just, it's, it's a little much. Like, it's Chicago just, is being greedy. Stop being greedy. <laughs> right, and 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 then at the same time, Zach Levine is like a pack of nuggets. Like, you get him right now, ain't nobody screaming about that shit. 
I ain't seen nothing online talking about, oh, well, we should have made a move to get Zach Levine. And and if you're not interested in in what's going on right now, because like Logic said, you know, OKC made a great move. Now you want to see those guys stay with that team. You know, you want to see how does everybody get paid, because it matters. You know, for team chemistry from from year to year, right? How they stay together. For example, did you know this year that Paul George, Westbrook, and uh, Harden all have to renegotiate at the same time? They they all have contracts coming up due this year. And, you know, yeah. you wonder how that team gets paid. And also you give uh, Kawhi Leonard his freaking top-tier salary at the same time. And, and then it becomes a business. You know, how they, you know how they get paid? What's that? Getting the championship and they get to go wherever they want. Pretty much. Uh, that's one way. They, they, they have no choice. Yeah, not that, looking, I mean, that's the that's, that's They're not going to keep these guys. Just, but just, you do have a band. choice. But you do have a choice. I think I hear what you guys are about to say, and I agree 100%. Winning the championship will give you the direction to, you know, you can walk away from the game if you don't want to play no more. You can go somewhere else and ask for whatever you want. They even give it to you. They don't. But Mm -hmm. like I said earlier about this team, how this is a team full of vets, how these are guys who have all kind of conquered and all kind of made a lot of money. Like we're not talking about a whole bunch of guys that's, you know, knocking on the door of Supermaxes. Each one of these dudes has signed a Supermax, if not two. So, you know, there's a possibility (laughs) that with conversation, money might not be the issue that we're making it out to be. Now, I don't know. And, you know, we like to look at it like everybody's just banging on the table. I want $80 million, billion. But I think if that team sits down as men and looks at each other and says, okay, let's run this back, you know, we got to the – Western Conference Finals, lost in seven to some, okay, let's run this shit back. One-year deals for everybody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let's run it back one more time, see what we could do, because ultimately we're all here for this ring. Mm. That's what we care about. Like, I don't think there's anybody there that's just willing to sacrifice everything for money, is what right. I'm saying. Like, I think right. these are guys who are like, if I get that ring, mm-hmm. then there you go. I got the money already. Paul George then got the money. James Harden got the money. <laughs> Westbrook's so. still getting the money. Yeah. Like, you got the money. Like, the money's not the issue. Even Kawhi Leonard, who's probably going to get the money again, right. got the money before. This ain't like, this ain't new to none of them. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be based on how well the team performs this season and what direction they want to go going forward. Okay. We 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 got some nice one-offs. We got some nice one-offs. Um, I know that uh, – let me see here. Drew Holiday, he will be up. Mike Connolly, I mean, he's kind of indebted to Minnesota, but he's going to be like 38 years old, 30, 37. Best place for him is Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think his, you know, his capital is low. Um, Grayson Allen, Malik. Whose capital is getting higher every day. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's, I told y'all before, that's, you know, in, in a perfect world where I get to select shit. That's my most improved. I don't give a fuck what you say. Grayson mm-hmm. Allen is incredibly yeah. improved. He's inc- he's become an incredible player, mm-hmm. a very very high level piece defensively and offensively right. on a team full of offensive geniuses. Like he still you know hangs his shit up. He kind of so. took off from that incident where he was you know learning his dirty player that year and mm-hmm. you know yeah mm-hmm. he kind of took it mm-hmm. you know to, I'm to impressed. another level. Yeah, I'm defense. impressed. I put him in that JJ bag like. Mm-hmm. It was one thing at Duke. You come here, you get kind of exposed. 
because you know the shit that worked for you in college don't always work for you in the pros. Like it's not the same. It's just not. It's different. <laughs> and for you to you know instead of make it an issue and then ended up in the NBDL somewhere because your attitude and work habits. This seems like a dude who was like, I'm going to do everything that it takes to stay a professional basketball player. And he's gotten consistently better. Like, he's he's a good player. Like, I would like him on the Knicks, personally. I feel like he would have the aspects that would add to what we do as a defensive-minded team. Like, I, I feel like he would be a good piece for that. So, shout out to him for real. Like, I'm really impressed. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know why you got drafted. I never yeah. thought you were there. Ever. Boy, come on. The no, I thought go, you were the white the dude that went to do. The blue go through, baby. The blue go through. Don't, I thought you were that. another white dude. Don't do that. William Avery. I thought you were just you know, another one of the dudes know, that went know, to if do. Plumley, if Plumley's still in here, you know, my, my man. But Plumley's tall. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. Dude, stick around. Like, if you're tall, <laughs> we can find some. you know, shout out to Hardenstein. I love that nigga, but he's only there because he's tall. If he was six foot two, we'd have never heard of this nigga. He's tall, so that helps. But for you know, a guy who might not be the greatest athlete or the, 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 the greatest at this aspect or that aspect, for him to work on the aspects of the game that he could work on and get to the point where, you know, if they do trade him or, you know, if, if he becomes available, there are a lot of teams that assign him. I say that. There are a lot of teams that will sign him. Okay. All right. Uh, another, you know, another of note, DeMar DeRozan. Um Oof. Yeah, yeah. Somebody needs to put him out of his misery and give him on another team. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else? Yeah. Who else do I see that's that's of note? Malik Monk. Man, I know Sacramento is smart, so I I know they're probably going. You know, he ain't going nowhere. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> They'd be dumb to let him go. <laughs> That'd be crazy. And That'd just for the crazy. listeners, Malik Monk is the nigga that I was screaming at when I was at the ball <laughs> watching us draft. Uh. uh Fucking, what's this nigga name? Um, the fucking unicorn. That was the same draft. Mm. Um, what's his name? Um, Porzingis. Okay. When we got Porzingis, I wanted Malik Monk because I was like, that nigga is that nigga, and he went to Charlotte and kind of did some okay nigga thing, and then now he's pooping for real. So. Mm. Okay. Yep. Uh, let's see what New York's gonna do with OG. We got some things to do there. Paul George is up too. Like I said, Tobias Harris in Philadelphia. That's an interesting. That's <laughs> an interesting thing because I think there are a couple teams that might want to look out for him. Yeah, yeah. He might still have something in the tank, and I think the second half of this season is going to give him the opportunity with no and B to really feature his game and show people and remind people what he could do on a basketball court. I think he could be. I think he could be a peak. Mm-hmm. I really do. If it ain't this your boy Miles Bridges, Miles Bridges is up too. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Sadiq Bay. I like him too. I, I, I like Sadiq. I would love to have him. I like Sadiq Bay too. Yeah, I would too. I would too. I like Sadiq Bay a lot. Man. I think he's a dope player. I think he is another guy who plays on the team where he don't get as much play as he should. But. Mm. We got Nick Claxton, Isaiah Hartenstein, and uh, Jonas Valanciunas to end it you out. You can take Isaiah Hartenstein off that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He ain't going nowhere, man. If, he ain't going nowhere. If they don't just make him a heart player for, for 10 years. They're, they're, yeah. they're going. He, yeah. I think I can look at him 
and see that there's a possibility where he even takes the home team discount just to stay. Oh, yeah. He looks yeah. to me. Yeah, and I mean, it's just appearances, so I don't know. Uh-huh. But he looks to me like one of them type of dudes. Yeah. He just comes across to me as one of them uh-huh. type of players. That's yep. like, I'm not going to make the money the issue here. I, this is what I want. How close can we get to what I want here before I start looking at Boston and shit? Because it's a lot of teams that will probably pay you a little bit more mm. to go over there. But it's nothing like, you know, doing what you do in a garden, baby. Oh, like he's 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 a big piece of what's bringing back that feeling in Madison Square Garden. He's Amen. a big piece of that. Man, I'm glad you feel that way. I'm glad you. Oh, yes, yes. I, I feel he's so. a big piece. This nigga's Ooh. averaging like ten and ten. <laughs> and like the last two months, he's you know it's like eleven and sixteen. Like dude is. Yeah. He got pressures to chew it like balling. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he's in his ear, bumping his chest all the time. Like you know what I mean? Like motivating that nigga to play. Like. He got it. Like I really like him. He's a fan favorite. And you know, fan favorite. Always you gotta keep him. You gotta keep him. Got to. Got to. Yeah, it's, it's gonna get real interesting down the stretch. Um, you know, there's a lot of basketball left to play in this season, of course. And uh, you know, just making sure y'all stay tuned to lodge uh to, to the LOE Sports Network. Excuse me. I don't know why I keep uh it's bringing okay. up the other it's brand. Right. It's it's okay. All brands are all brands. Getting back to it. Getting back to it. Um, but yeah, I'll just say for now, for infinite, for logic. Yeah. My name is Joey G. Thanks for listening to the LOE Sports Network. Listeners, listeners, listeners. First and foremost, I want to be the ones who say that today they are doing a honor ceremony of some type for the great Kobe Bryant. So I just want to throw out rest in peace. Much love to his hey, family. Aren't they, aren't they, uh, unveiling his statue. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I know they're doing something for him because you have to. But, you know, I think they're going to re-air his final game, which, in my opinion, was the greatest final basketball game I've ever seen anybody play. I I would implore anybody who hasn't seen it to watch it, and anybody who has seen is going to watch it again because it was the Kobe-est Kobe game I've ever seen. Like, it, it, I've never seen a player in a final game on the court encapsulate all 20 years of them playing, like he shot him out the game, he shot him in the game, he shot 40 times for 50 points, and then hit the shot to win the game. It's the Kobe is Kobe that, like, nobody else could do that. Like, that's just him. And mm. we miss him. I think he earned my love. Like, he earned the attention that he received. He earned the right to be spoken of as one of the greatest to ever play the game. Um, and I just wanted to say that in case, you know, nobody else was thinking about it or whatever. It's, it's important to me. I think it's dope that the NBA is showing love to him and, and showing players that if you give us this amount of time, this amount of effort, this amount of love to the game, we'll keep your name alive. I think that's dope. But um, listeners, thank you so much for your support. I think I speak for everybody on the cash when I say we could not do this without you. One of the ways that you could show us that, that you ride with us and that you believe in what we're trying to do is you could go to your most trusted DSP, that's digital streaming platform. You could go to the search bar function, put in the logic over everything, program as well as the LOE Sports Network. Go to the side, there's going to be a button for subscribe or follow or money or give me money or whatever it's say. Just hit that shit for me. So we can get paid and we can continue to give you this gift. And let's get ready for this Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday. All right. We out.